Hello, this is Reverend John Harfouche, and you're listening to the Christian Harfouche Ministries podcast. We have a message for you today from Apostle Dr. Christian Harfouche. For more information, live broadcasts, and video teachings, connect with us online at globalrevival.com and join us every week for the Christian Harfouche Ministries podcast. Now, if you would put your hand on your spirit, I want to welcome you to this session of International Miracle Institute. And uh, this entire season of time, we will be teaching along the lines of ancient theology. And it's it's, it's very life-changing what you will receive. And uh, you are called to be changed by God and by His ability. And we are all desirous of the Lord that he will not withhold any empowerment that he has promised to give us. And if we are, he won't. Amen. Amen. He will not withhold any empowerment that he's promised us. Put your hand on your spirit. Say, I am a believer. I have an alert mind, a receptive spirit, an attentive heart, and active faith. My life is full of energy. I know that God has something for me today. I know that God has something for me today. And I will not leave without it. And I will not leave without it. I believe I that believe I, what I receive today, today from the Lord, from the, Lord, from the, sacred, scriptures, from the sacred scriptures, the inspired promises, the inspired promises of God, I will receive, I will receive into, my spirit, into my spirit. I will process. I will in my soul, in my soul. I, will I will benefit in my body, in my body. and I will be a blessing, be a blessing. In, my in my world. Now, if you believe it, shout like you never shouted. Come on, give God a shout. Amen. Okay. You may be seated now. There is a time for everything, and so there's a time to shout. And there is a time to be quiet, but there's a, actually a, uh, there is actually a um, uh, a directive from the Lord. And as we welcome you to this session of ancient theology at the International Miracle Institute, where we will not talk about miracles, but we will impart miracles to you. The same miracles that we have seen and we are seeing all over the world will go into your life. And I pray with this body of believers today, this, uh, this uh, uh, dedicated disciple session, that there will be nothing offensive in your life that will not be overcome by the goodness of God immediately, hallelujah, expeditiously, and powerfully. Glory be to God. But as I was about to say, the word of God says, uh, shout unto God. With the voice of triumph. The word of God said. And Jesus cried out with a loud voice. And said. See Christ was not always a quiet talker. Sometimes he cried out. With a loud voice and said. Are you thirsty? Is any man thirst? Any human being thirsty? Are you tired of living in a dry world? Are you tired of living in a world. That says not this way. Talk to the hand. He said, come to me. 
and drink. For as the scripture says, out of your spirit, your core, your belly will flow rivers of living water. This spake he of the spirit, which they that believe on him should receive. For the Holy Ghost was not yet given, because that Jesus was not yet glorified. There is a generation here today that is full of the power of the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. We will not leave empty. We will leave full of the enablement of the Lord that has called us. Glory be to God. So... So it's, it's wonderful not to be nervous, especially in the house of God. Amen. Amen. Meaning that you worship the Lord on the cymbals. You worship the Lord on the tabrets. You worship the Lord with the musical instruments. You worship the Lord with, with, your, with, with your heart, with your mind, your will, and your emotions. You offer to the Lord the, the sacrifice of praise. That's, that's, that, that's when you don't feel like it. It's called a sacrifice. Hallelujah. And um, I'd like for you to look with me at First Peter again. The first epistle of the Apostle Peter. And um, chapter 4 and verse 11. 1 Peter 4 and 11, as we um, teach this chronologically throughout the season we're living in, we will go through the beginning, all through the, the um, shadows and types and um, relevant um, Old Testament definitions and happenings, stories as well as as uh, feasts and celebrations and offerings and etc. that have their performance and fulfillment in Christ. How many of us believe that everything that used to be future that we worshipped in in the Abrahamic days or in the days of Moses? the days of the prophets and the days of the law, all of that came to become the real and the available when the word became flesh and dwelt among us. How many believe that he already won the victory? How many believe he already rescued you? How many believe that his provision is available to you? How many believe that he's not in need of being, you know, summoned from heaven or raised up from the deep. But the righteousness which is a faith speaks on this wise. Say not in your heart who will ascend to heaven that is to bring the Messiah or the Christ or the anointed one or the anointing. What's going to bring the yoke breaker? What's going to bring the sick man healer? What's going to bring the savior of of the lost? And, and, And say not that. Don't say he's absent. Don't say the Lord needs to show up. Don't say who's going to descend into the deep. I'm talking to you out of Romans chapter 10. Somebody should shout if you know the apostle Paul. You're not going to sit here and look at me like that. I, I, don't, I don't do that. I don't play. I'll look right back at you. Everybody gets all excited. Wow! 
amen when when we say believe in your heart on the Lord Jesus confess with your mouth that God has raised him from the dead and you'll be everybody gets excited about that we're talking about the same chapter said who who's gonna descend into the deep notice he's either way up there or way down there he's drawing this analogy of a God that is not relevant or a word that is absent it's so far it's going to take a miracle for that thing to come down I, I hope so I wish I, uh, where's my rabbit's foot where's my soul I, I, I need something where's my lucky charm no no he said he said the righteous speaks a uh, faith speaks on this wise the word is near you even in your heart and in your mouth that's the word of faith which we preach which we preach the word healing you the word helping you the word blessing you glory 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 amen and that was worth the, the, the uh, introduction. But we'll go chronologically through the types and the shadows and see how blessed people were under the patriarchal time when Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, Joseph, etc. And then in, in, um, beyond that in in the ministry of Moses after that ministry of the judges and you could go down the line and and throughout the prophets and uh, when the people of God uh, got it right I said when we got it right I said when we got it right now I want to tell you something I hope it doesn't sound sacrilegious There is a tremendous pressure in the world on strong Christians and on strong leaders that God has sent for us to act sad, act sorry, and act as if we have little or nothing from God, but we're looking forward to a day when he will come and rescue us. And, and, and so we look up. Now, now, I don't want to sound sacrilegious, but I read in the Word of God where the apostles and the disciples were looking up as Jesus left, and then it took some angels to say, Hey, why are you looking up? Why are you looking up? The same Jesus is coming back. My God. My God. You, you don't need to be looking up. You need to be looking forward. There's somebody going to get saved. Somebody going to get healed. Somebody's going to get blessed. Somebody's going to get raised up. Somebody's going to receive from the Lord of heaven. Hallelujah. Proof that he is alive and he is greater. And he lives in his house, his people, individually as a tabernacle and collectively as a habitation of God through the spirit. Greater is he that is in you. Glory to God. Amen. But, but how many will agree there's a lot of pressure on believers to act as if, hey, be bold. Hey, be strong. Hey, step out. See, people don't want to hear that. Why? Because forces of darkness are, are imposing negativity on the minds and the hearts of even the very elect. And, and then you end up 
living, listen to me, you end up living hoping that the people around you will like you. Nobody's going to like you at the end of the day if you ain't got nothing to deliver them with. I don't know why I'm, I'm, I'm saying ain't. If you do not have, if we do not have the power to make somebody experience the liberty of Christ. But we do. And we have nothing to be ashamed about because we're not boasting about ourselves. We're boasting about our Redeemer, our Savior, our Shepherd, our Anointed One. Hallelujah. Whose word never fails. If he called you, he will do it. If he said it, he will perform it. He is the faithful. He is the old man. He is the present. He is the yoke breaker. He is the burden remover. Mm. 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 Glory, 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 glory to God. You, you, you have a Bible? Are you in the fourth chapter? Fourth chapter. You may be seated. First, first, first epistle of St. Peter. The fourth chapter and verse 11, I believe it is. If, if it is ready, we're all going to read it together. Go. All right, that's good. Now, if, if we look at this powerful uh, commandment, because it is kind of an exhortive direction, but it's also a um, church order word or a house meeting word. Because it's not talking to everyone that's a human being. How could anyone that's a human being speak as the mouthpiece of God not every human being can because you have to first be baptized into the body you have to believe in the savior of, of, of your soul you have to receive his empowerment become a member of his family how many understand what I'm talking about otherwise if somebody is out there and they don't believe Jesus is the savior and, 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 and God is their heavenly father I don't care how accurate your word of knowledge is. That's right. I, you're just a psychic. That's just, I'm, I'm in, I'm, you know, with all due respect to psychics, <laughs> you, you should trade up. Give up that loser called the devil and receive the Savior called the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. So, so it's, it's a wonderful. I, it's an altar call for psychics. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory, 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 glory.
or a mystic or um, uh, some kind of a, a new ager? The real new age was, re- was released by the Lord to the church called I have come to preach the acceptable year of the Lord that's it from then on it's church age from then on the the captive are delivered the bound are loosed hallelujah the indebted have their debts cancelled the weak are made strong whosoever calls on the name of the Lord shall be delivered Hallelujah. 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 So it's sight time. It's, 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 it's hearing time. It's faith time. It's believing time. It's victory time. It's God time. It's a new day. We're in the past. The enemy haunted humanity through the nightmare of imminent doom. Christ came and defeated death, hell, and the grave. Rose victoriously to deliver to us the year, the year, the dispensation of jubilee. Hallelujah. The acceptable year of the Lord where you're acceptable in the beloved. I don't know if anybody feels like I feel, but I'm glad I came today. Hallelujah. I love you. Give somebody a high five. Tell them anything's liable to happen here today. All right. Now, I... I'm very thrilled to, to be with you. I'm very thrilled about also the uh, condensed word I have. It's concentrate. Amen. And, um, and so seize the opportunity while it's here. Because, you know, sometimes you have to go over the men of God's teaching three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine times. And um, you have to give up on taking notes sometimes because you got one note and lost about 19. So, but we're, we're concentrate and we're focusing on that. So when he says, if any man, and that's not talking about just one gender. He's talking about humanity. So the word, I'm not saying that. That's the meaning of the original word. How many understand? So that's, that's not me saying this is what he meant. That's the word of God. It's what he's saying, if any man speak, because we know that also women prophesied. Are you listening to me? And spoke, so we don't have to get into that. But he's talking about in the house of God. If any human being speak, let them speak as what? Or the what? The mouthpiece of God. Or let them speak God's speech. Amen? Let them speak God's speech. That's what theology is, um, you know, for many decades we've heard, and um, probably for hundreds of years we've heard in seminaries and schools of training that theology, even today if you might look at a dictionary or something that's not efficient or it's not really in tune with uh, the Bible, 
um, it will tell you theology is the study of God or studying God or about God. Well, how many believe that once you studied about God, you, you get God? <laughs> Unless we're ever learning and what? Never able to what? Come to the knowledge of the truth. Then we have what? What do we have? Yeah, go ahead. Don't be just talk. We have a help me. We have a then we have a what? A form of godliness, but denying what? The power thereof. So there, there the Lord said, "Look, it doesn't matter what age you're living in, whether you're in the first century or the twenty-first century. You're never called by the Lord to be ever learning, and never able." To come to the experiential knowledge of the truth. The Lord wants to reveal himself to us better, bigger, stronger, and help us. Glory. He's bigger. Hallelujah. He's bigger. My God, I I don't want to preach. Whatever it is, he's bigger. Whatever's trying to hold you back, he's bigger. Whatever is the excuse, he's bigger. My God. Glory. And... um, let him speak as the oracles of God. If any individual minister, let them do it as of the ability which the Holy Ghost gives. That, uh, and, uh, that, that God may be glorified through Jesus Christ to whom be glory and honor, uh, etc. forever. Amen. Now if you notice, notice the, the, the key. It, it said if any man speak. That means it is never God's will. For any believer to think, um, I will not have power in the words that come from the word of God. It's, it's, never, it's, it's never supposed to be like that. It's on the contrary, the power of the Lord himself is resident in his word because he is the word. And therefore transferable to words like the Apostle Paul said to the Corinthians, which things we speak. I need to, I need to, I need to stop a minute. Because he said, I hath not seen, nor ear heard, neither had entered the heart of man the things which God has prepared for them that love him. But God has revealed them unto us by his spirit. The Spirit searcheth all things, yea, the deep things of God. And says, who knows uh, the things uh, of man save the Spirit of man which is in him? Even so the things of God knoweth no man but the Spirit of God. But, the, but we have not received the Spirit of the world, but the Spirit which is of God, that we might know the things which are given to us of God, which things we speak. I just quote a little bit of Bible. Just remember a little bit of it and go. You'll find it all. That's the Apostle Paul talking. And and he says, which things we speak. Now, I am I. You know what that means, don't you? Which things we what? What is, which things we what? Thank you. That was Patrick. Which things we put into words. That's what the Apostle Paul said. What do you mean? Oh yeah, what do you put in your word? Well, what do you need? You need a miracle? I put it in a word. 
What do you need? Courage? I'll put it in the word. Somebody said, well, I don't believe that. Oh, you believe your doubt is greater than the word? Let go of the loser. Get a hold of the Savior. My God. Sure you believe that. You're, you're born of God to be a believer. Does that make sense? And you're born of God to constantly allow yourself to be challenged by saying, okay, this looks this way, but God says this. So I'm not going to accept what this looks like and let it rule me because this is not my God. Whatever this might be, it is not your God. Whatever this might be, it is not your end. Whatever this might be, it is not your defeat. Whatever this might be, it is not your end. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. And so he says, which things we put into words, comparing spiritual things with spiritual. And so that means the, the, living, the living word of God is put into by inspiration, by the inspiration of the Lord. Put into, just like right now I'm talking, by inspiration. It's put into words. Are you listening? Yes. And I know, I know, I, I know with all my heart. I know just because I know that all of us are humans. But there's a part of us that has been regenerated. Yes. It's been changed. Yes. And that part is the part God wants to talk to. To make that part grow in him. So that your humanity will not be an excuse for your frailty. But will be an altar or a basket of invitation for his regeneration in your life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory. We're talking about ancient theology. Amen. We're we're talking about it and I'll just say this. How many believe the word of God? The first words recorded. In the word of God, in Genesis 1, before you finish several verses, it said, and God said, let there be, and there was. So that's that's not the first time God said, but that's the first time we read. The first thing we read is God said, and something was created. So God does not talk empty words. In his word, there is a performance. In his word, there is a happening. In his word, there is your help. In his word, there is a creative miracle. In his word, there is a way. He's the way maker. In his word, in his word, in his word. And where is his word? Near me, in our heart, and in our mouth. Glory, glory, glory. Glory, glory, glory. All right, you may be seated for a moment. The, um, the word um, utterance, uh, the, the word theology comes from two words we can find in the New Testament. One is called where we get the word logos or the sayings of God. And two is um, theo, which is the Greek word for uh, Dios, or, or God, or um, Aloho, how many understand? So whatever, whether it's Hebrew, whether it's anything else, but in this case, it's what is the Greek word for Theo. So Theo and the ology or logia is the word of the sayings of God. So it, 
So it says, when you speak, you're speaking God words. Well, out of where? Out of, out of the God man that is in you. And so first of all, we've got to be seeded with the word of God. This is what preaching and teaching and uh, revelation and, and doctrine bring to your life. How many understand? How many are glad that our Lord is greater than a good idea? Good ideas only last for a little bit if they're good. But God abides forever. And they that do the will of God will abide forever. I want to stop and talk to my global student body. Uh, You may be an alumni. You may be a doctor of theology. You may be a doctor of divinity. I don't know. Maybe a DMIN, a doctor of ministry. But God is not finished with you yet. There's another level. There's no ceiling that is supposed to rule in your spiritual growth. The Lord is not coming for a church that is uh, bottomed out or a church that is hit a ceiling. He's coming for a church that is a glorious church without spot, without wrinkle, without blemish, with any such thing. Hallelujah. And I want to talk to you right now in the middle of contradictions to your call and declare it ahead of time that your heart may rejoice and leap in God. The things that will try to confine you are going to break all around you. The enemy that's trying to oppose you is going to flee from you seven ways because the Lord is on your side. The angel of the Lord encamp round about them that fear him. There is word in your heart, word in your house, word in your spirit, word in your mouth, and word, hallelujah, in your call. Amen and amen. Amen. Hallelujah. So, uh, I'm going to leave that alone. I'm going to leave that alone. See how good I'm doing? So, uh, theology is God's speech. Is God's speech. So now, now before we can operate in that, we have to have sound doctrine. Doctrine, doctrine is what we get the word doctor, but doctrine first is seen in the word um, in our Bible a number of ways. One way it's seen it's when the apostle Paul, right after he uh, was released to uh, go from being prophet, teacher with the rest of them in Antioch, and their name by name, I'm just going to pass through it because it all preaches. <laughs> Amen. And... Um, but he was released, in, and um, while we were having a, a gathering and ministering to the Lord, the Holy Ghost said, well, how did the Holy Ghost say? Did the Holy Ghost just, just shout from the sky? No, it says there were prophets and teachers. So there was no lack of theology. And the reason, the reason 
they could bounce off of that. How many understand what bounce off, whether it's a launching pad or what is that thing at the end of the pool? So you, you, you dive off, whatever. You, you, it's, it's, a, it's something that gives you the, the ability to it's, it trampoline you into, into, into the things of God. And so you have to have a foundation to, to, to bounce off and, 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 and be certain. Well, the, the foundation is called the doctrine of the apostles. The apostles' doctrine. So when we came, someone said, well, it's the doctrine of the Lord. Well, that's what I'm taking you to. And this is where you, you recall where Paul meets up with or comes up against the sorcerer. And uh, Elimus the sorcerer. And uh, the deputy wanted to hear very, very important man, very significant man, very influential man, wanted to hear the gospel. Wanted to hear the word of God. But the sorcerer um, who wanted to oppose him. Hallelujah. He, um, he, he um, probably tried to use maybe, who knows? We don't know how, I mean, it, it doesn't say how, but it says he resisted them, hoping to deter the, the, the um, de- deputy from hearing the word. Does that make sense? And so Saul, or Paul is his name by interpretation, Christian name, is Paul. <laughs> Hallelujah. When you're a Christian, you change your name. That's why I'm Christian, not change your name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I name you the head, not the tail. I name you more than a conqueror, child of the living God, sanctified, set apart, hallelujah, healed, my God. But, but, but here's what happened. Um, if you notice, Paul, full of the Holy Ghost, full of the Holy Ghost, said, you child of the devil. And he described him, you, you child of iniquity, you child of the devil, full of all mischief. Will you not cease to pervert the right ways of the Lord? Oh, my goodness, that's some good stuff. The right way, the ortho. Will you, will you, will, will you not stop from per- trying to pervert the right way of the Lord? Don't tell me every way can get you to the same place. No, 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 no. There is a way, praise the Lord, that, that is the way, the truth, and the life. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Well, lift your hands and shout yes. yes. You getting anything out of this? Yes. Before I continue, is anyone here under the sound of this anointing or, or there? You're listening to the man of God and you say, I have felt more pressure come up in the invisible realm against my witness, testimony, call, or stance for, for the Lord than ever before. Anybody? 
wave, don't be ashamed, let me see. And so if you haven't felt that, you're probably not carrying the, 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 the vehemence uh, uh, and the strength of the gospel uh, as strong as you're called to do it. Or you're around certain people that you're satisfied with their level and they're satisfied with yours. So it's very important to know that it's bigger than you and bigger than me. Our call is very important. Amen. So when Paul said that, and then he defines it, he says, this is what's going to happen to you. The hand of the Lord is is on you. You're going to be blind, not seeing the sun for a season. And of course, this mist, that darkness came on him, and he went seeking someone to lead him by the hand. And it says, the deputy was astonished at the doctrine of the Lord. Notice, notice, we're called to do what we believe. Let me, let me go over here. We're called to do what we believe. Hallelujah. And so, so this, this shows us that it was the doctrine of the Lord. So the Lord delivered his doctrine, his teaching to the, the body of Christ, the church. And ordinary men and ordinary people that accepted Christ became extraordinary. And so, so much so that in the, in the record that Luke has of the uh, cloths or aprons or handkerchiefs taken from the body of Paul were taken to the sick and um, the evil spirits left them and the diseases and the sicknesses ceased to be. Remember that? And when he was copied by a vagabond exorcist, the, the, the demoniac in whom the devil was, because they said, we adjure you, we command you in the name of Jesus, whom Paul preacheth. See, 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 we don't know the doctrine. We don't know the doctor upstairs. We don't know the savior, but we know his name is Jesus. And we know that Paul is, pre- it doesn't work like that. It doesn't work like that. like when I was ministering in, uh, in uh, I believe it was Southgate, California years ago. Um, yeah, it was, uh, it was shortly after Dr. Robert and I were married. So it would have to be in the, in, um, you know, the mid eighties. And, uh, I'm in a meeting and, uh, we're there for days. Miracles are happening every day. And then one day, I called out for deliverance. In other words, if you're bound by this, bound by that. And I named a lot of different things that were specific. And, and um, you, you would think that people would be ashamed. How many understand? But there was an anointing. There was a very strong presence from the Lord for that. And I was very impressed by God to, to do it. And so... Impressed is a, is a weak word. I was, actually, I was actually driven from within, not forced. But that inspiration was, I would, I would really have to be disobedient to grip my teeth and not speak out what God was inspiring to say. How, how many want to live like that all the time? 
and live like that all the time. And there is sometimes you, you grit your teeth a little bit because, you know, the consequences are, they are amen. But sooner or later, you just, you just cut it loose. Amen. Are you understanding what I'm talking about? So, so I, um, I called the, I called, I called the people and I did not, I really was shocked at the amount of people that ran up for, for this altar call. Just ran up for prayer. And uh, when they ran up for prayer, I went to, I went to um, lay hands on them. And it's a deliverance anointing. It's very strong. It's like all over the atmosphere, right? And these people obviously are touched. They, they just ran. They didn't just like kind of, you know, halfway walk up there. But then it was as if somebody turned off the power. Just like that, it went flat. You know, it's like I landed in another denomination. Thank God we're pre-denominational. And uh, can I come down there? And this is how you can grow and you will grow in according to the grace God gives you to be able to deal with circumstances because life is always moving. But to deal with, in, with circumstances in the power of the spirit. Now the walk of faith is spelled out clearly. But there is also, you know, uh, what do you call it? Pillars or landmarks where the spirit of God meets your faith and there is an immediacy to performance. Do you see what I mean? And if you recognize that, that sometimes you have to recognize that in order to dial in on it and let the Lord move. And, and so here I am. It's my call from the Lord to bring freedom to the, the people. And uh, I didn't make up the thought or the words to call them up. Though they came from the Lord. And the power was up here when I called them. And when they got up there, it was like, the switch went off and the atmosphere went flat. Totally flat. Nothing. No power. And um, I was standing there. And uh, in front of the f- first, there was a woman there. Uh, a woman, first person happened to be a woman. And the Lord said, punch her in the stomach. It's just as sure as anything. Some people won't like that. And when he said, punch her in the stomach, I went, pow, hit that woman in the stomach. Well, when I did, she went, ah, fell on the ground, which is not probably unusual if you hit somebody in the stomach. But listen, but then I, but she flipped on her back, flipped on her stomach and started growling. And so, but when, but I left her because when I hit her, when I hit her, I wasn't hitting her. I didn't know that. I was hitting the spirit that was binding her and binding the whole meeting. Oh, you got to hit the invisible so hard that it'll step out of your way. Ma, 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 ma. Ma, 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 ma. Woo, glory, glory, glory. Hey, hey, hit that invisible with the power of God. 
she, she flopped on her stomach and, and one of my converts that I'd led to the Lord joined our ministry's armor bearer. He used to be Mr. America um, and um, all that. And he was holding a microphone and, you know, in those days it's with a cord. So he's holding my mic for me. And um, I leave the woman. And I'm going down now. The power is just going. People are getting set free. Some people are crying out. You know, some people are not. And all along, this woman is slithering and trying to bite my legs. Well, actually, not my legs. Frank. Frank's over here. (laughs) Frank the model. He's over here with with the microphone. And he's, and the woman's going for his legs. I'm just having a good time on the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. And so he's going, he's going, he's going, I bind you in the name of Jesus. I bind you in the name of Jesus. And people all over the church are going, I bind you in the name of Jesus. I bind you in the name of Jesus. And I looked, and what I saw were people saying, don't you come over here. You stay over there. You leave me alone. You st- don't fear the invisible. Punch the invisible. Glory. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory, glory. So, so what I did is, um, you know, I finished the prayer line and came back and everyone in the, in the, they're going like popcorn. I bind your name. I bind your name. I bind you in the name of Jesus. And, um, one of, one of the elders of a church that I, I pastored for a while in, in California, One of the elders was on the front row 
And he picked up his Bible, ran up next to this woman that's manifesting on the floor, talking with a male guttural voice. And he put the Bible next to her. And I looked up like, what are you trying to give him an education? The devil doesn't need to study theology. The devil needs to get hit with theology. My God, my God. Hallelujah. But, but you know, he, he ran up and put the Bible there. It's kind of like, I, I don't know what it was. I never got to asking him, why did you put your Bible next to And, um, and you know, um, everyone was really loud bind, binding the devil. Dr. Robin said, shh, would you all be quiet and let Christian talk to the devil? This, this thing is actually on, on, on record somewhere. Would, shh, would you be quiet and let Christian talk to the devil? How many Christians do we have here? And, and so anyway, long story short, she was set free. We could, I cast command and come out of her. And um, 11 years later, she came to a, a church in Torrance I was ministering at. And I had put out her, her testimony in, in our uh, um, America, the Mission Field magazine. And uh, she came up so proud, so proud, and said, I'm that woman. I said, what woman? She said, the woman you, you gave my story that you hit me in the stomach. And, and she, she said, listen, for the, see what happened for the first time in her life. She could hear her own voice and she spoke without stuttering. That's one of the many things that happened. She got set free just like that. Hallelujah. So sometimes if you feel the atmosphere is flat. You might have the key, the inspiration from the Lord. I'm not saying hit any woman in the stomach. I'm saying whatever he tells you to do, do it. Amen. Most of you bring them to me to punch them. But if you recall... The, um, the demoniac, the demons in that man said, Jesus I know, and Paul I know. Okay, so I know, I know Jesus. Why? Well, he's the, he's the holy one. He's, he's the holy one of God. And, and he, he casts us out. He has power. And he brought the true doctrine, the, the true teaching the truth that is not just going to promise a future thing. The truth that says, here's the Lord and he will set you free. Yes. Does that make sense? So then um, he, he, as we continued in the apostles' doctrine, we continued in the Lord's doctrine. So uh, obviously the, the, uh, the man, the sorcerer said, um, he, uh, 
you know, got blinded and the deputy marveled at the doctrine of the Lord. So that was what you call an illustrated sermon. Does that make sense? It's like, wow, how many, how many bullet points can you get out of that? But then, uh, then uh, it was the doctrine of the Lord. Why, why did the other witness say, Jesus I know and Paul I know? Notice, now that doctrine of the Lord became the doctrine of the people that were uh, called by the Lord and we were part, became part of his body. And he said, now, now if you let me and stop letting yourself be afraid of believing my truth and my word, I will fill you with what you need in order to talk the way I, I talk. I'll talk through you. Amen. And, and let me say that again. Let any man minister, let him do it as of the ability which the Holy Ghost giveth. That, that what? That in all things God may be glorified through Jesus Christ to whom be praise and honor and glory forever. Is that what we read? Something like that? Wave at me if that's what you read in the whole. So that means that when we speak as the oracles of God, we're not making it up. We're yielding to God. And when we do, we're not going to be the ones that are getting the honor and the praise and the glory. No, we're going to be actually, everyone is going to magnify the Lord that has empowered ordinary people to come out of this ordinary condition and this, and this fear-ridden world that we live in instead and say, you know what? He that is in me is greater than he that is against me. Hallelujah. And so the apostle Paul also defines a decision we make. In, uh, in how we speak. If you believe tonight, shout hallelujah three times. Hallelujah! 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 Woo! And he said, and my speech and my preaching, I'm not, I'm not going to quote the whole thing, was not with the enticing words of man's wisdom, but with demonstration of the spirit and of power that your faith would not rest in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. So there's probably a million ways to look at the scriptures. Everyone has an opinion about an opinion about an opinion. But we're not called to have opinions about the word of God. We're called to have a definite awareness of the one who is the same yesterday, today, and forever who has brought us out. The miry clay equipped us and set our feet on a solid rock. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. And so our speech and our, our preaching was with demonstration of the spirit and of power. See, the apostle Paul is not bragging. He's saying, I could have come that way. 
If I was mindful of what you wanted to hear instead of what you needed to hear, I could have told you what you wanted to hear. But since I was sent by the Lord to tell you what you need to hear, I came with demonstration of the Spirit and the power. I think I'm sent to give you what you need to hear, what God has called you to hear, to raise you up, to fuel you, to empower you, to heal you, to regenerate you, to reform you, to perform on your behalf. Glory be to God. And through you, be a blessing as you occupy the, the, the world you're living in for the glory of your Savior and the glory of your Heavenly Father. Amen. Amen. So he says, I came that way so that your faith would not rest in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. Does that make sense? So our faith um, rests in the power of God. It's very important to know. If if you say, well, I'm a word person. Well, are you a word and are you a spirit person? Are you word and spirit? If you're word and spirit, there's going to be demonstration. If you're afraid of demonstration, you're afraid of life. Because anything living will move. And Christ is alive. He's not in the tomb. He's not in the grave. And he's just, he has not been just leather bound by some people to carry him under their arm or or put him next to a demon possessed person hoping that he'll jump out of the book and do something. He's alive. He's alive. He's alive. He's alive. He's alive. He's alive. Glory. Glory, 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 glory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Now, now let's go a little bit further. How many believe the word of God? Wave at me. About 90% of us. Keep waving because I won't. I'll, all right. No, that's enough. I saw you. <laughs> Just for a while there, we were batting 60-40, but then we, we got to 100. So, so I, I want to just help us. How many believe the Lord has more for you than you've seen and more for you than... It, it, and you're not going to live in the past, even if it's good. You, you, want, you want to see more of, of the Lord done in your life. Oh, so it's very important. So people, people say, well, you know, I don't have to see anything. I believe the Bible. <laughs> it, well, is, 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 is the Bible a living book? Then how are you going to have a living book and not see anything? You have to understand the spirit of the book. So the spirit of the book is the spirit of truth. Who has come to lead us into all truth. And to lead us to rightly divide the word of God. It's very easy for us who live um, 2100 years if you will. Or 2000 years 
um, later, it's very easy for us. Because on that, on that 30, 30 AD or 31 AD, when the Almighty Holy Spirit came and 120 were filled with the Holy Ghost, and we began to declare the wonderful works of God, from that chapter, the Bible said we continue steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine. All we have to do is, is have what we have, an impartation of it, and then confirmation in writing that goes as far back as necessary and see it in the living word of God if it operated in the early disciples it will operate in the last day disciples if he started on a high he will not finish on the low because the end of a thing is greater than its beginning glory be to God hallelujah hallelujah and um Isn't that true? That's the Bible that I just quoted. So so it's very important when the spirit of truth, he's come to lead us into all truth to bring right division of the what? The word of God. Does that make sense? And then to bring to the body of Christ the mind of Christ, which is, of course, given us. Someone says, well, the mind of Christ is in the book. Well, that's right. But you need to know what the book says. And you need to know what the book says about you also. You need to know what the book says about you. You are royalty. You're a a royal priesthood. You're a holy nation. You're a peculiar people. Glory be to God. You're You're a new creation. Created in Christ Jesus. Unto good works. Hallelujah. And I can go on. Amen. You're saints. You're holy. You're sanctified. You're saved. You've been raised from the dead and to life by the Lord and caused to sit down together with him. So you need to know what the word says about you. But then first you have to say, okay, well, I believe the, the word. How many think you need to not only believe the word, but you need to know the meaning of the author of the word? Because it's very easy to misunderstand language. You know? Because you could quote a scripture. And somebody will go run out and say you said something, something else. I quoted, I quoted out of the word of God and said, Your kings, he has made us kings and priests unto God. How many know that's the Bible? Somebody went out and said, the doctor first said he's made us kings a priest and a God. Well, you know, if you have a problem with that, you know, have a drink. I'm talking about straining at a gnat. Because if you don't know the scriptures, you got no business quoting those that are just saying the word of God. And I'm sure you're carrying a Bible under your arm while you're misquoting the man that is declaring the word of the living God. Language can be misunderstood if you don't know the intent or the intention of the author or the speaker. But if you know that Dr. Arfush was sent to your life to lift you, not to suppress you, to edify you, not to discourage you, to set you free, not to bind you, to preach the word of God that liberates, blesses. Hallelujah. 
the one that reforms hallelujah puts a stride in your walk and a shout in your mouth glory be to God then what happens is we can we can begin to decipher the the word according to the meaning and according to uh, the intent of the author of course since we're going to be going through ancient theology and we're going to start in Genesis and go through all of the types and shadows that we can uh, that find their fulfillment and provision say provision because whatever Christ, Christ our Savior paid for, he's providing. How many agree with that? Whatever he, whatever he, he paid for or procured for us, he's providing. Hallelujah. That's good news. Hallelujah. So when he says, do not be afraid, be of good courage. I have overcome the world. When he says, and this is the victory. That overcomes the world, even our faith. My God, I overcome the world with a victory. I've got the victory. I've got the victory. You've got the victory. You've got the victory. I need to slow down a little bit. Let, let me give you let me give you one more while I'm on, on this this word. Let me give you one more. I was in Durban, South Africa, Dr. Robert and I, years ago, and um, we were in, um, in the new dome that uh, Dr. Roberts had, had built there, and um, so he had the Christian Center, and then he had the new dome, which seats about 10,000 people, and um, every night we had hundreds of people saved. One night, of course, miracles, you can't remember them, and all just the Lord, you know, is good. But I remember, and uh, can I tell you a couple of things? Because yes. what are we talking about? Theology. Say that last word. Theology. What does that mean? God's speech. Say that. God's speech. Oh, okay. So ancient theology is God's speech. And we just saw that the first words that God spoke were creative words. Yes. Yes. And they brought, there's a large, large East Indian uh, population in, in South Africa. And our books are all over South Africa from 30 years ago. They're everywhere. Dr. Harfush's teaching is, you know, a lot of people grew up on that. And it's good. But they brought this lady. The whole family was around her. And, um, and she was definitely in need. Her eyes darted in her, in her, I mean her pupils just went like 
circular, but very fast, very fast, her pupils. She was like that, and she was totally, of course, they said she was deaf, and she was mute. And, uh, and they brought her up for prayer. Well, I, I laid my hands on her ears to pray. And sometimes I pray this way, on the ears. How many have seen? Yes. Okay. And sometimes I'll pray with my fingers, but either way, I'm ministering rather than praying. So normally, I'm a, I've already stepped out into ministering in the gifts for the Lord. How many know there's a place for everything? Yes. Okay. And, and so I let, but when I laid my hands on her, I went to talk prayers but out of my spirit came an inspiration and, and, and I, I yielded to the inspiration of the indwelling of Christ in me That's, the Lord lives in you you know I said the Lord lives in you he's not a little light you don't have to guard him from the devil the devil can't blow him out Christ in you the hope of glory is bigger Glory. He's in your village. He's in, he's in your home in Alaska. He's in your life in Hawaii. He's in your island in Samoa. He's in your, he's in your life in Australia. And he's all around the U.S. Glory to God. Every home and every house, the Lord is there. If you're a believer, if you're part of this body of believers, get ready to immediately experience a good change consistent with your petitions. Mm. Mm. And this is what came out of my spirit. I don't know if I've ever said that that way after that or not. And uh, just, I actually, when, when these words came out, I heard them out here almost before I processed them here. That, you see what I mean? I said almost, because listen, your mind and your spirit can be so united when you're in God and in the spirit that your mind will not say no to what God says yes. Are you listening? So you, you put, which things we put into? Words. Now, if you, if you would have thought about it, you wouldn't put it in a word. Are you listening to me? You, and somebody said, well, no, it's easy for me to put the word in a word. You're just quoting. It's not what we're talking about. A quote is good. <laughs> but a performance is necessary. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory, glory, glory. My God, my God. And I, 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 lay, I laid my hands on her ears and I went, to, I went to talk and I said, I break the curse. That's what I said. I break the curse. And I did it like that. That's strong. And I opened my eyes. Her eyes went poop. They Stop darting around just straight, just like that. I don't know what curse it was. I don't know if it was a, a, a generational. I don't know if it was witchcraft oriented. I don't know if it was voodoo. I, I don't know what it was. But I, don't, I know what it wasn't. And so there was, 
And then what I and then I started go, going like that to her ears, and plug up the other one. She, and the family's crying, to the other ear, and then wh- whispering in her ear, Jesus, and she, Jesus, you know, because you have to learn how to talk. And so they, everybody's crying, and we had a, a powerful move, of the Spirit of God, uh, around the fact that this, I break the curse. Glory be to God. Glory be to God. You see, that's not a formula. But that is what theology, that is God's speech. When God puts in, when, when God puts in you his spirit and he says no to the devil, yes to the blessing. But our Lord in Mark chapter 11, he, he sees a, a fig tree afar off and he goes over there to get... Um, fruit off of the fig tree and uh, when he gets there you know the disciples are following him and he, lo- he looks and there's no figs there's just leaves and he says no man will eat fruit from you forever where's that in the bible I mean where, when he said it we know where it's in the bible now If, if your Lord can talk to trees and you want to be like Jesus hey talk to your land talk to your job talk to your doors talk to hey 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 somebody get ready Glory, glory, glory. Glory, glory, glory. And, and, and listen, listen, stay on your feet. And, and he, he said, no, no man eat food from you from now forever. And the next morning, next, one day, they see it. And the tree is withered from the root and fallen by the side. And Kephas or, or Petros or Peter says to, or Simon says to the Lord, Lord, look how fast the tree you cursed. So he recognized that G- what Jesus did was, was cut off the, what's sustaining that thing. I, I say to you, it is not going to be long before the things that are not bearing you benefit, that are not necessary for your life, that you don't want to tolerate, but you cannot uh, pluck it out of your life. The life flow going to it will be cut off and it'll fall off of your life on the wayside. Glory be to God. It's going to fall off of you. It's going to fall off of you. No man eat fruit. And he says, look how quickly the fig tree you cursed is withered. And the original language said, Jesus said, have God's faith. Who is a commandment? Have God's faith. What do you do when you have God, when, when you allow God, you say, yes, give it. Give me the faith I didn't earn. Give me the faith I can't understand. Give me the ability to yield to the inspiration of your Bible, your sacred scripture, your holy living person. Amen. 
He said, because whosoever will say to this mountain, be removed, be cast into this, he shall not doubt in his heart or her heart, but shall believe that those things which he says will come to pass. He will have whatsoever he saith. Glory be to God. Glory be. Notice, have the God faith and say. Have the God faith and say. If that's not your cup of blessing, this is not your seminary. If you're just called to learn talk and see no performance, this is not your church. But if God has called you and told you there is more for you than what you have seen, then you are at the right place at the right time. Amen. Amen. I mean, you're, you're welcome. How many understand? You're welcome, but we, we can't come to the Lord thinking we have him figured out. I mean, come on, think about it. If you just come to the Lord and attend meetings, like, and you always think you've got the Lord figured out, then you don't come to the Lord expecting more. You come expecting the same. But then you go and pray and ask for more. And I'm going to ask the Lord to remind you. When you ask for more. That he preached more to you. But you thought you had it figured out. I'm going to pray that. And the Lord will say to you in prayer. I already preached that to you. Have the God kind of faith. Glory be to God. Is this good? And so the Lord transferred what he did with with the fig tree to his disciples and showed us the breakdown of how that thing works. Now, we have to get to the time we're living in and stop living in the 70s and the 60s regarding what I'm talking about. Are you listening to me? And what I mean by that is when something first gets revealed, if it had been, for instance, hidden or whatever, thank God the Lord may be hidden, but he's never absent. So when something is revealed, it's not like it's all of a sudden something God came up with. (laughs) Was there all along? But you grow in your ability through the, uh, to walk in it through the faith that God gives you. So you say, well, Doc, what are you talking about? I'm talking about um, what I just said. You say to this mountain, be moved and be cast into the sea and not doubt, but believe. You'll have whatever you say. But then how long do you have to wait? And so we're, we're taught. Well, doesn't matter how long it takes. You already spoke to the mountain. And then someone said, you speak to the mountain once. And that's it. Never deal with it again. And someone else said, then you always keep talking to the mountain until that mountain moves. And then somebody, are you listening to me? How many are tired of theories and you want performances? (laughs) 
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm going to stop. Now, I tell you, when I was in, uh, in, in Cape Town, South Africa with Dr. Robin uh, years ago, we actually at that time had moved from California to um, a few hours away from here. So we're Every, every year we'd spend a minimum of three to five weeks in Africa. We'd do it three weeks at a time, three weeks at a time. How many understand what I'm talking about? Because you can't go, you don't want to go, just go to one place. You want to go do a week in all, all the key cities in order to uh, bless the people and leave it a, a deposit. And so people getting saved and healed and all of that, and um, many times, many times, people who did not believe on Christ as their Savior got a physical miracle before they accepted the Lord. Many, many times. I didn't know till the altar call. And so this, this day, maybe 30 Maybe 3,000, maybe 3,500 people are there. And the power is all over the place. I mean, the power hit the choir. There's 150-member choir laying all over each other. I mean, just the power is all over the place. And um, just like the anointing is here tonight. And here tonight. Here today. Here this morning. Glory to God. Hallelujah. And, and here, here, here. So I, I remember this miracle because of the uniqueness of it, how it happened, not because it was in any way unusual. Because we're talking about what? We're talking about God's speech. So the, this woman, she comes up on polio kind of crutches and they're holding her and she comes up and she's in um, probably part East Indian, part something else because her accent was very interesting. Um, so she was multi-ethnic. She may have had parents, whatever. Um, I didn't ask, does it really matter? What matters is, I said, what's wrong with you? And she said, I have a broken shoulder, broken ribs, broken pelvic, broken knee, and broken an- ankle. She's like everything, I'm, I'm thinking right now, then right then was right now. So I'm thinking, well, what is not broken? <laughs> and, I, and so I said, well, what, what, what happened? And she went up, proceeded to tell me, because I could remember it as if it is right now. She proceeded to tell me about her 
being in an accident. And when she did, not, not from the back of me, but it seemed as if from within all the way to infinity. See, when Christ lives in you, you're connected to the kingdom. The kingdom is invisible, but the kingdom of God is real. And I sensed, did not feel, but I had a knowing internally. That's called mysterion or mystery. That's called something that cannot be communicated with words. That is an action of the word that, that, that goes ahead of you knowing how to articulate it. Are you listening to me? And so, so I'm, I don't know if I said something is happening. I don't know if I, what I said. But I'll tell you what happened. I sensed it coming, not from outside of me. But it seemed like it was, I don't know how to explain it. And it went, whoop. And this woman standing there talking about an accident flew up with her legs as straight as her body. God is my witness. And, and the ushers were like, can't do anything because when you fly in the same spot and land in the same spot, you, you can't. And, and she was, whoop, pow, on, on the ground. And then, you know, that's what happened so what happened is while they yet spake while Peter yet spake see the theology that was declared the word that was promised God was in the word already hallelujah hallelujah and 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 um, this is a very very um, uh, good miracle it happened on a Sunday night and um and uh, she fell, hit the ground, her uh, stuff flew everywhere. She got up completely and totally healed. Now, now one thing broken. She's totally walking around normal. And, uh, and she came to me and said, my husband, he's, pa- he's paralyzed. He's in the hospital and, um, and uh, he can't walk. And I said, well, does anybody have a handkerchief? And I like normally... Um, Cloth handkerchiefs. Because they work better, I think. (laughs) No, and, um, but they brought me a, a Kleenex. This is decades ago, but you got to understand why I remember. Not because we've had a few miracles. I remember because I said, well, I'll pray over it. And then I made a decision in my heart. I said, Lord, I'm going to believe this because what you did there was beyond me. All I knew was it was happening. At least you let me know it was happening. At least I didn't understand it. I said, what in the world just happened? Right? So when you, when you know it's happening, you're connected to the Lord and he's informing you. That's good enough for me. If the Lord's informing me, that's good enough for me. And so I prayed over the, the handkerchief. We, we flew home. And uh, I remember we were in, here in, in the U.S. And that's where I got the call. And I, it was on Thursday. Because on Wednesday night, um, the woman... Her husband 
and 18 Muslim family members walked down the aisle all by themselves and came up to the front. All of them said, we want to receive this Lord Jesus. My God. So the, the pastor called me and told me what happened. Well, I had no idea. And so what happened is she walked in and her husband, he's in, he's in bed. And he, in the hospital, he says, you can't walk. She said, I'm walking. He said, you can't walk. She said, I'm walking. And she went ahead and put it on him. Next thing you know, he's walking. My God. My God. My God. Hallelujah. Glory, glory, glory. Glory, glory, glory. Glory, 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 glory. Hallelujah. Amen. Mm, mm. So, so if if um, if we can, will you let the man of God just talk to you a little bit? First of all. And just um, stir your minds by way of remembrance again so that those of us that are joining afresh or whatever would not wonder whether or not what we're talking about is biblical or Bible. Amen? Amen. But we'll be able to understand um, that it is. And uh, there, there it is. All right. If you look at um, the first epistle of Peter, St. Peter or Kephas, and we'll look at um, We might as well start with if 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 um, if it's okay. Um, read the entire epistle later. Is that all right? But let's look at. We'll start with verse um, verse eight. Whom having not seen, you what? In whom, though now you see him not, yet believing, you rejoice. With, a, with joy unspeakable and full of glory. Now, do you notice, would you agree with me that he, he is writing, of course, as we will see the opening um, um, verse, he's writing to individuals who were led to the Lord but had never seen the bodily resurrection of Christ or see, been eyewitnesses of the Lord. Right, and and yet he's crediting them with loving him with the same kind of love, and a rejoicing with a joy that cannot be expressed. That's unspeakable, and what full of glory. And that word, that word doxa or glory, 
is the word essence and also nature of God himself. Hallelujah. The, the, you're rejoicing with the very essence of God himself. The very nature of God himself has filled us. So our joy is not empty joy. It's God joy is theologically correct joy. Hallelujah. And, um, and so can you see, it's important how many here may not have seen the Lord bodily appear to you. Just wave at me. So if you notice, they hadn't either. So he's writing to people that were not part of the uh, 500, that were not part of the, the, the 12, that were not part of the eyewitnesses. These people were converted by the activity of the early church, but were brought into the same powerful relationship with God. And um, if, if, if it is the first epistle of Peter, and we're still in the first part of it, right? And he's saying, this is what you're already doing. You have not seen him, yet believing, you rejoice with a joy unspeakable and full of the very nature's splendor, the, 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 the radiance of God himself. So notice the, the lack of visual uh, or sight did not diminish uh, the access to vision. Praise the Lord. And they had the same uh, experience. I need to stop. This is tough stuff hard. I mean, it's good, but it's, you know, you, you're, you, you get in this anointing and you're teaching. I can only explain it like riding the brakes. See, it, like, huh, see that's why otherwise I just, so I have to, and so you know, it's, it's, it's actually a God-given ability to make a, not a disobedient, but a wise decision of faith. But, you know, you ride the brakes t- too long. <laughs> Next thing you know, you're like, you're pumping the brakes and uh, nothing is working. Uh, you can't stop. Ah, I've been in the ministry. So, hey. Excuse me, I've been ministering a long time. I haven't spent any time away from the Lord lately. Hallelujah! Hallelujah! <laughs> and now, notice, you rejoice with a, with a joy unspeakable and full of glory receiving or apprehending or, or, or grasping, receiving the end or the outcome of your faith, which is the salvation of your souls. So now how, watch how salvation is working. Glory be to God. Salvation is working. It's not like we get saved all over again, but working salvation is needed in a world that is shooting darts at you. Working salvation is needed for you to rejoice with the joy unspeakable because these people certainly were not rejoicing because everything was running smooth. 
How, you can read right before that that there were trials. And in your life, there, it's not always going to run smooth. So you can't use the excuse of it's not running smooth for the fact that there's lack of joy unspeakable and full of glory. Because how it's running is not uh, relevant to how you're running. I'm going to stop till I hear a shout in IMI. Glory, 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 glory. Glory, 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 glory. And you may be seated. I love you. Receiving the outcome of your faith, which is the salvation of your souls, of which salvations, salvation the prophets um, have inquired actually that word is also uh, investigated it inquired and searched diligently what the, the, who prophesied of the grace that should come what unto you and that divine ability that should come unto you. Was it not prophesied? Yes. Is he not saying it was prophesied? Yes. Is, the, is, is not the, the, the apostle Peter saying that this grace was prophesied and the prophets that prophesied that grace and put that grace in the covenant we call the old Search diligently to find out what time they were talking about. Notice how they didn't make up a word. They were, they were carried away by the Holy Spirit to articulate the inspired word of God and never doubted that it is the truth. They just did not have the exact, uh, uh, um, what do you call it? Um, you know, the exact... Um, Yeah, the, the exact, there's a word there for pilots, you know, what's it called? The coordinates. They didn't know the exact coordinates. Are you listening? They didn't know the destination. They didn't know, they didn't know the timing. So, but they knew it was the word of God. Now notice, the word of God that you and I can go to and read was prophesied first. God's speech came. Glory. Or my God. Theo- theology came through the prophets of the old covenant and they went to search diligently what manner of time the spirit of Christ which was in them did signify when he testified beforehand of the grace of the sufferings of Christ and the glory that should follow. Is that right? Did I read that right? Did I read that right? Did I read that right? Searching what or what manner of time the spirit of Christ which was in them did signify when it testified beforehand of the sufferings of Christ and the glory that should follow. Follow the what? Follow the sufferings. Glory. 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 Splendor. Splendor. Glory. Radiance. Glory. The substance of God himself. Glory. Hallelujah. 
Hallelujah. Glory in your joy. Glory in his word. Glory in the Lord. My, 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 my. And this grace that was to come unto us is a divine enablement from God. Everything I said today is, is not manufactured by we the redeemed. We can't make it up. We can, we can be hard of hearing about it, but we can't do that long because you're a child of God. We, we can be sensitive and attentive and receive it, and yet because we're, we're children of the Lord, when we receive the, the truth of that, and you catch the truth of that, then you grow in that truth. How many understand? So when you go to Mark eleven twenty three and 24, you don't, you don't stay in the 70s. Right. Right. You, you, don't, you don't stay over there saying, well, I, I speak to that mountain. I just believe I, I know that mountain's going to move. No, no, no. You, you find out what is necessary to be added to that. Well, what is added to that is what is in that. Because if you have the God faith, you have the God talk. If you have the God talk, you have the power of God in the talk. I said the power of God's in the talk. Then you have the God results which cause disciples to say, look how quickly what you said has come to pass. Glory be to God. And someone might say, well, Dr. Arfush, I just don't know why is these things happen in the world and these things happen to Christians and what you're preaching is not happening. I'll tell you exactly why. Because if the enemy can divide, if the enemy can bring discord, if the enemy can sow discord, if the enemy can break up homes, if the enemy can make people live for themselves and not live to God, he can weaken what God is making available to the agreement of the end time body. But we're rising up into agreement and to contending against the adversary and we will see this nation and the nations of the world touched with the power of almighty God if you believe it and God's going to use you shout yes Yes. hallelujah Hallelujah. is that is that making any sense so have the God faith right have the God kind of faith couldn't be a lesser faith than the gift of faith that the apostle Paul talks about. Now when, the, when you're in the gift of faith, things happen quickly. So, so the God faith is not a lesser faith. And Jesus said, have it. Glory to God. Have it. Spend, spend some time li- Spend some time uh, looking beyond the veil of this natural temporal illusion. That which you look out here and, and it's preaching its own uh, uh, whatever sermon at you. Uh, lift that natural veil and look to the one that's already on the other side where you're anchored beyond the veil. And you're anchored up. You're anchored up. Are you listening to me? Beyond the veil. The ship of your life is anchored up. Your anchor is not down into the bottom. Your anchor is up into the heavenly. So it doesn't matter what direction the winds beat. You're anchored up. You're not going anywhere except eventually in the direction God has called you to go. Hallelujah. 
victory for you, resurrection life for you, health for you, breakthrough for you. Shout yes. Amen. You may be seated. Is it okay if I just take a moment more? So um, where are we? They were searching what manner of what and what manner of time the spirit of Christ which was in them did signify when it testified beforehand of the suffering of Christ and the 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 glory that should what follow, follow. and and we found out in, in in verse ten that it is the grace that came to us right so so I want you to notice. Uh, prophecy, or should I say scripture, is testifying beforehand. That means testifying ahead of time. Hallelujah. Testifying ahead of time. When God testifies ahead of time, are you listening to me? When prophets prophesy ahead of time, it is not because they're declaring something they want to make happen. It's because they got put over here on the other side and they're talking from the place where they're promising from. They just don't know how they got there and don't know what time it is. Hallelujah. They didn't know. They, they were waiting with, with, with anticipation for the Messiah to come and deliver them. Everyone who had a child that could have in any way resembled the Christ wondered if he was the Messiah. Are you listening to me? But there came a day when the Savior came. There came a day when he lived. There came a day when he suffered. There came a day where he died and rose again. And there came a day when he poured out his almighty Holy Spirit on you and I. Hallelujah. And there has come a day when he's raising up his people, infusing his body, empowering his generation. And transforming his people. My goodness, I sense it here right now. Lift your hands and thank the Lord. If you have your prayer language, pray. Father, I bless your people. I bless everyone here. I bless everyone here by way of, uh, of um, participation by platform. I thank you for blessing their home, their life. I bless our partners on the West Coast. I bless them in Alaska. Bless them in the South Pacific. I bless them in, in Australia. I bless them in, in, in New Guinea. I bless them. I bless them in Asia. I bless them in, in, in the middle of the uh, every state in the union. I bless them in American territories. I bless them in, in, in uh, the uh, near, near East, Middle East, Far East. I bless them in Africa. Glory be to God. Raise your people up, regardless of the kind of situation that they're living in or conditions that they're struggling against. Let your faith come upon them today and bless my sons, my daughters, my sisters, and my brothers under the sound of my voice today. No one here will leave the way they came in Jesus' name. Come on and shout, somebody. Glory. Glory. You, you may be seated. I love you. Thank you for praying because that, that blesses the people. 
and, and, and blesses us, it blesses the people, draws on the gift of God um, in our lives. Amen. Unto whom it was revealed, unto whom it was revealed that not unto themselves, but unto us, they did minister the things which are now reported unto you by them that have preached the, what? How? Preach the gospel with what? With whom? With the Holy Ghost sent down from heaven, which things the angels desire to look into. I want you to notice that the apostle Peter writing his first epistle is saying you already got hit with God's goodness because they came preaching to you hallelujah they came theologizing you they came God speaking you they came God speaking you preaching the gospel unto you with the Holy Ghost sent down from heaven which things the angels desire to look into see maybe an angel has to be told exactly what words to use when they're sent on an assignment uh, to minister to us. Are you listening to me? Are you listening? But they want, they, 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 they're like marveling at, at these things that Christ, the, the, the king of glory, has made available to you and I. Do you have a minute? We're going to rob Paul tonight. We're just going to stick with Peter because we're running out of time. It's not, it's not my plan. Actually, how many know the, the meeting has been out of hand? This meeting has gone out of hand. It's been out of hand. I might lay hands on you, but this, this is an International Miracle Institute. Hallelujah. Supernatural session. Glory. And um, and again, the first chapter. The first chapter in the apostle, we don't have time, but the apostle is referencing um, uh, the... Um, Old Testament promises regarding the New Testament experience of not salvation only, but um, maturization and growth in in God and God in us. So he goes on and he says, uh, uh, we have also a more sure, verse 19, a more sure word of prophecy where until you do well that you take heed as unto a light that shines in a dark place until... Uh, the day dawn and the day star arise in your heart. Hit someone say day dawn and day star. Day dawn and day star. Remember, remember when, when the Old Testament prophet said there would come a star, that same word, kalkub in, in the Hebrew, means a planet. Now, it, it, the planet of the morning, that's the uncreated 
phosphorus bright and morning star. Are you listening? Talking about Christ, uncreated. Hallelujah. And, and, and he said, and he's talking about the coming of Christ. He talks about Christ as also being a staff. And, uh, and the word for staff in the Hebrew, and he calls it the staff of Jacob. And we will go into it the next session, maybe, and read it literally out of it, which I was going to go there. That word is a genealogy or offspring. Offspring of Jacob, or that means the seed of Abraham. How many understand? So he, you could, he, he'll give you stability. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But also, he'll illuminate you, Christ, in you. The day dawn and the, the day star will arise in your heart. Are you listening to yes. me? Didn't I just read that? Yes. Didn't I just read that? Yes. Where until you do, we have where more sure word of prophecy. Where until you do well, that you take heed as unto a light that shines in the dark place until the day dawn and the day star arise in your hearts. Is he talking to the lost? He's talking to the church. He's talking to you and I who are believers. And he's saying, take heed to some, something bigger is happening for him in you. The day dawn is going to rise until out of your face, out of your life, out of your words, and out of your actions. There will be a power that the world will see. And that is a sure word of prophecy according to Second Peter. And uh, knowing this, first... That no prophecy of scripture is of any private interpretation. <laughs> how many are glad? It doesn't matter how you've seen it before. It matters how the Lord is showing you. Come on. Uh, well, that's not the way we see it. Look, no, you got to see it the way the Lord says it. That's right. Are you listening? Yes. Isn't that powerful? Yes. Yeah. So we're not making up things. It's right there. A sure word of prophecy, where until you do well that you pay attention to. That's what take he, pay attention to that. Look at that. Be anchored in that. Check that out. Look at the look at the glory that shines in the face of the Lord, and be changed into the same image from glory to glory. He's only just begun in your life. Everything that came against you was not that was not the will of God. Will fail. To... I'm gonna stop. I'm gonna stop. So I'm going to stop because I'm, I send myself, sense myself veering over to FCD. Not going to do it. Now, now let, look at verse 21. Ready? Read verse 21 out loud together. Go ahead. All right, so the original says, for the prophecy came not at any time. In old time, includes any time. By the will of man. But holy men or humanity spake as they were what? Moved or carried away. Carried by the Holy Spirit. So that means that the scripture was articulated first with the very Spirit of God and then recorded. So there is no way that my recording of something or someone who is beyond any height 
can bring him down and make him incapable of speaking to people and changing their lives. So the very fact that people say, well, we believe the word only. Well, you got to believe that the word only didn't come to you, you know, uh, without being spoken through the holy men of God that spoke it. And so then got into you because Christ lives in you. So he's talking to believers. He's talking to Christians. And, and I'm not going to even open the, 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 the first and second verse there. You can tell he's talking to the body of Christ. And he's saying to you and I, hey, you, you just started in this and we all just started in this. But I, we have a more sure word of prophecy. Whereunto you do well. So, so, so what do I have to do? I have to also remember all scripture is given by inspiration of God. Are you listening to me? And is profitable. Are you listening to me? For correction, for reproof, for rebuke, for instruction, etc. I have to believe that. Why? Because all scripture came from the spirit of God. Are you listening? And was delivered to us by the holy men of God that, that, that made it available to us to not only have the Lord live in our lives, but stand on the very doctrine that the apostles lived in and the early church walked in and the pre-denominational heroes lived in. And today, it's not another day. God did not retire. The Holy Ghost did not quit. Are you listening to me? The word is alive and he lives in you today. If you believe it, jump up like you never sh- and shout like you've never shouted in your life. Put your hands on your spirit, please. And on, on the platform on platform there. Join me, you're with me, you're, you're, you're on, on the altar of God. You know, the word of God tells us, present your bodies a living sacrifice, offering, a living offering. How many are glad he said living? Yes. Holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. Amen. I feel like that too. <laughs> Thank God. That's how Isaac felt. He was like, whew, thank you. Uh, uh, How many think God came through for Isaac just on time? Amen. (laughs) Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for the grace, the divine ability brought to us in this new walk. Thank you for the great indwelling Christ in us, the hope of glory. Thank you for insight. Thank you for direction. Thank you for clarity. Thank you. For certainty. Thank you. For victory. Thank you. For your word. Thank you for your inspiration. 
that fills the truth with joyful relevance. Your truth, the truth, is never redundant. It's never, never common. But the truth is filled with now relevance. Thank you that you're relevant now, living, doing in my life, living, doing in my mind, living, doing in my heart, my will, my emotions, my finances, my call, my ministry, my direction, my family, my nation, and your world. Now, if you believe it, let out the greatest shout that is ever ascended from the cathedral of ascension. Thanks for joining us on the Christian Harfouche Ministries podcast. Join us on our other podcast, Miracles Today. Connect with us at globalrevival.com and we'll see you next week.